0: Hello, and welcome to the in Spirit podcast. I am your host, Hannah Holden. This podcast is inspired by my lifelong search for purpose and an insatiable hunger to make a difference in the world. This pursuit led me to the Marines, attempts at nine to five corporate assimilation, social posturepreneurship, and executive communications coaching. Eventually, I took my search inward, where I made the most liberating discoveries of all, My hope for you, Changemaker, is that you will find the courage to go inward to reveal who you truly are, embodying more purpose than you ever imagined. Hello there, Purpose Seekers. It is so good to be back with all of you. I hope that you're having a great day wherever you are. I missed the episode last Friday. There is a lot going on in the world at the moment and Um, There was a lot going on in my world, so unfortunately I missed the episode for last Friday, but hopefully that won't happen again, unless there's some extreme circumstances again. But I'm excited to get on here today and talk about self-doubt and the behaviors that a lot of us do that feed self-doubt. But before I kind of back into that, I realize that a lot of people might not identify what they're experiencing as self-doubt. I would say for a lot of years, I didn't realize that that's what it was. There were a lot of years where I really questioned myself or questioned the direction of my life and what I was meant to do with my life. And some of that I do believe just comes with the territory when you're growing and trying to figure it out. But I also believe that there was a good dose of self-doubt in there as well. And I think a lot of people in my life may be surprised by that in a way because i have asked friends over the years and some of them have told me, well, Hannah, you're one of the most confident people that I know. Well, there is a difference between the external confidence that we have, our presence, the way that we show up. We might be really confident in specific areas of our life or the way that we show up with certain people. We may just have that strength, but it doesn't necessarily reflect what's going on internally with us, the ways that we may be doubting ourselves, wrestling with doubt, wrestling with knowing ourselves. And so I, th- I felt like this was a very important topic to discuss because whether you're trying to find your purpose in life or just add more purpose and meaning in your life, This is one of the critical topics to consider and areas to think about is the ways that we're behaving on a day-to-day basis, the ways that we're interacting with other people. Are we doing insane things that would be feeding that self-doubt? Or are we uh, doing insane things that continue to help us build that inner confidence and inner trust in our knowing? So I was thinking this week of a few of the habits that I know that I've had over the years, and I think other people have these have had these habits of, um, need, need I'll say needing certain things from other people, and I'll give some examples. Uh, so one thing I felt I, I used to need to do was I used to feel the need to offer explanations. I used to feel the need to explain myself. So I'll start with this one. Uh this habit tends to really feed, feed and fuel self-doubt. For example, let's say uh, I can think of so many situations in my life where I was maybe involved with something and it no it no longer felt right for me. It could be a work situation, a relationship, and anything, could be anything. But I was involved in a situation that was no longer right for me. And when I realized it. I wanted to make my exit from the situation, but I felt like I owed an explanation. I felt like I needed to explain myself. Now, there may be some people in our lives that uh, do, it does warrant, the situation of the person does warrant an explanation. They are someone important to us, someone that we love. Uh, maybe it's a situation or an endeavor that we've put a lot of our heart into or a lot of effort into and people are relying on us, so maybe we do need we do feel it is the right thing to do to give people an explanation. But there are so many other instances in my life where I can think where I was just giving people explanations of, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that because X, Y, Z, or you know what? I don't think I'm going to do this because of this. And what I was really doing in those situations was kind of leaving my, just kind of leaving that hanging out there in the air. And it sounds so subtle and and maybe innocuous to be doing something like that, but over time I realized what am I what am I saying to myself? What am I telling myself? Or just on a subconscious level, when I feel the need to explain my actions to others? And again, there are situations where some people may warrant uh, more information, but how often do we give explanations for our decisions, for the choices that we make in our lives? When it's not due, we don't owe anybody these explanations. So one thing that I have learned to stop doing in the last couple of years is if I don't want to give an explanation, if I don't feel one is owed, or if I don't feel like it would really help the situation, I don't need to give one. It is 100% up to my discretion whether or not I want to give an explanation. And I'll give an example of a situation that I faced a couple years ago, I was in a in a in a friendship with someone where there had been so many things that had um, gone on in the friendship that had bothered me, and culminated into me realizing, okay, this person is not someone that I can be involved with. The list is just too long of the situations where I just see we're not in alignment with each other. And I remember when I walked away from that friendship, now, this was not someone that I was really close to. It was it was not anything that serious, but as I was separating myself from that person, my normal reaction was to want to give an explanation of, hey, this is why I don't want to do this anymore. Or, hey, this is what's happened. But I had this deep knowing that it wouldn't matter what I said, this person would have found some way to maneuver around what I was saying to try to make me the bad guy in the situation. So I tested this, this, I think the first time I can really think of really testing this of just walking away from someone and, and this particular person feeling like I don't need to give them an explanation why I don't need to explain. So explanations can show up in all different forms and fashions, but letting go of the need, feeling the obligation to always explain yourself to people. Another one that I would let go of, that I've let go of, is feeling the need to be understood. I think it is totally human to want to be understood by other people. It's how we form relationships and through mutual understanding and connection but there are going to be so many people that won't understand you, so many people that won't understand me. And I think it's it's really empowering to let go of the need to be understood. Sometimes we work so hard to manage other people's perception, opinion, or understanding of us. And it really takes away from us. It really takes away from our confidence and Contributes to that self doubt. And what I would say here is that, which what you've got to realize, what I have to constantly remind myself is that people will see us through the lens based on their life experience. They will see us based on their current level of understanding. So people will always be looking through that unique lens. They're not going to necessarily understand you, but why would it be important for me to be understood? Do I need to be understood by everyone? No. And so I think that letting go of that need to manage other people's understanding, perceptions, opinions of you is really important and healthy when it comes to building uh, more confidence in yourself and and releasing some of that self-doubt that we carry. Another one I think of is Another word is prove, you know, proving ourselves. This is something else to let go of. I found for me that I don't have anything to prove to anyone else. Truly, there is nothing that I need to prove to anyone. And I didn't get here overnight. And it's not to say that those thoughts never come up or my ego doesn't say, oh, you know, you know, you show them (laughs) that those thoughts don't come up. But I have to continually remind myself and ground myself in the idea that I don't need to prove myself to anyone. As long as I am being true to myself and what I know and what I believe, that's what's most important. And it's a much better place, placement of my energy. Another one is asking permission. Something else to let go of when you want to release self-doubt is feeling the need to ask permission from others. And when I say the word permission, you could you could probably switch that word out with other things, but basically that word of permission, it's 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 saying I'm going to go outside myself to to get approval, to get permission to move on something that I already know. And and so this this does affect our confidence in ourselves. It feeds the self-doubt because we're we're saying to ourselves on a subconscious level That well, I'm I'm uh, I can only do this if I'm granted the permission. It's basically saying uh, that person is the gatekeeper to what it is I want to do. If I if I'm asking them, then I somewhere in me believe that I'm not the one calling the shots in my life. And this one has been hitting me hard. I would say in the last year because it's just so ingrained and conditioned in us in these subtle ways to believe other people are the gatekeepers to our moves in life versus we're giving, we're giving them so much power every time we ask them permission to, for us to move forward on something. So permission is another one. And again, you could fill that with so many different words. So explanation, the need to explain, the need to prove, the need to be understood, the need to ask permission, because all of these orient, us outside of ourselves. It puts us in a place where we are saying people outside of us are more important than what we know to be true within us. And another another thing that would fall under this is sometimes we ask other people what they think. It's so common. It's so human of us to just ask you know, especially if we're going through a hard time or we're trying to navigate something, to ask other people, hey, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think I should do? But I I have learned to be very cautious of this. I used to always ask people these kinds of questions. What do you think I should do? And I don't ask those questions anymore because people, when you ask them what they think, they're telling you what they think based on wherever they sit in life, whatever specific Uh, position they have in life based on their experiences is giving them their perspective and their vantage point. But their vantage point is not your vantage point. And so therefore, the advice that they're going to give you, what they're going to tell you is what's best for them, not what's best for you. And what this becomes is a distraction. All of this is a distraction from continuing to invest in ourselves, in knowing ourselves, in trusting ourselves, developing our own intuition and knowing so that we can make decisions that are completely independent of other people's perceptions, thoughts, opinions. So I think that just coming back around, this is connected to purpose because A lot of people are seeking purpose. They're seeking, you know, how do I bring more purpose and meaning into my life? How do I know, you know, what's going to make me feel a certain way? How do I know that the things that I'm doing is going to get me here? Whatever it may be. But without that internal, that strengthening of that internal compass, that internal knowing, that internal intuition, we are always going to be off kilter if we don't ground that. So instead of asking people for permission, what did they think, uh, you know, trying to get them to understand you, I recommend instead orienting all of that internal. Really, instead of asking other people, be asking yourself those questions. When it comes to our internal knowing, that's always going to be stronger and tell us more than the casual opinions of others. So I think that's all I have for this episode, actually. I was just kind of thinking if there's anything else I wanted to share. But uh, appreciate you sitting here and listening to this episode. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks again for joining me today on the in spirit podcast, where we talk about finding purpose from within to follow my journey and get updates. Please go to my website at www.inspiritcoach.com and hit that subscribe button. Take care and see you again soon.